0: So what are some other things that you wish you would have known before you got married?
1: I wish I would have known that women's sex sex drives increase as they get older and men's decrease. There it is.
0: I was talking to somebody about that the other day.
1: Yeah. And they say God don't make mistakes, but Ooh, this, this don't even seem right. This not my God. He wouldn't do this, would he? I mean, I mean, (laughs) I'm saying like, why? Like why? I'm peeking. I peaked in the twenties, <laughs> and you peaked in forty. She going in the forties, and it's basically I, I got to let her have a boyfriend. That's what it seemed like. Like you, I need help. Okay, let me. Uh, I need this. I need help. We put porn to shame.
0: <laughs> the womb isn't just about where I give Talk birth. About to about The womb is about where we give birth to perfect. Talk. I was basically all of her nevers. I never imagined my journey would inspire people all over the
1: world. You have set a standard in love. I was dating a young lady who helped me heal. Wow, yeah. this woman is a ride or die. The conversations have really helped me to change my perspective on relationships. I had 19 attorneys at one time that were speaking into my ear. 19, 19, 19 attorneys. 19 attorney. my, my, my last relationship. You know, they did a number on. Me.
0: What you did not know is I had a whole little situation lined up that evening.
1: Your transparency is literally setting people free. And you're unique. You ain't like nobody else. I, I noticed that right away. You can make me cry. <laughs> um, thank you. I received that. Let one of them Barbie doll bodies walk up here, you gonna say, Dear future wifey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're gonna go right in that box.
0: I'm Later R. Whitfield and welcome to the dear future wifey podcast welcome to the dear future wifey podcast i'm your host the r Whitfield. man man we've been having an amazing time in this season season five has been absolutely amazing and this episode is going to be really really dope but before we get started are you still shacking up with us Come on, man, if you're still shacking up with us, why don't you hit that subscription button and subscribe. Turn on your notification bell so you'll be notified about our upcoming episodes. And those that are watching us on streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, go and leave a review and uh, rate it five stars. Man, you know, sometimes you meet certain individuals in your life and across your path that you just click with them automatically and feel, feel like you've been knowing them for a long time. Well, that's what this guest did for me when I met him a couple of months ago at one community singles conference and I said bro I gotta have you on my podcast because he keeps it so real so without further ado welcome to a dear future wifey podcast my new homie Marcus (laughs) Wiley what's happening what's up
1: how you doing
0: great great great
1: and thank you for keeping your word because a lot of pastors be like I'm gonna get you at my church (laughs) and I ain't been there yet so thank you thank you you know so you, had, you, you
0: asked me a question. You asked me a question before we started. What was that question?
1: Yeah, I wanted to know why did you call this Dear Future Wifey?
0: I was telling you that um, I, I, I named it Dear Future Wifey because it's my journey. I'm documenting my journey before I meet my wife. Yeah. And um, I've been writing these letters that I put in that box. And
1: How many letters in there?
0: About, about, shoot, almost 100 now.
1: Well, you better find a wife who can read, or or who like to read, because <laughs> you know these these new ladies like just get to the gist of the letter. Uh, what you need me to do? Well, they ain't gonna work for me if it's a woman that can't read. I don't think we going we gonna make it. Bro. Well, she might can read, but you know that's a lot. I mean, that's that, that's a hundred letters.
0: Well, well, the point is that she can she can anytime we go through a rough patch or what. Oh, okay, she can go pull something out. Nice, you
1: know. So, nice, yeah. So. Don't don't. Don't go to the Bible. You go to these letters. You go to these letters that I done wrote. Put the Bible down. Paul don't know what the need. <laughs> he don't. You know what? This is a good point because that's why I have you on this episode.
0: This episode uh, is titled, mm-hmm. What I Wish I Would Have Known Before I Got Married. Mm. And I talk to people a lot. and You talk to a lot of pastors. They say, I said, there's no manual for marriage. And they say, yes, it is. It's called the Bible. Mm and you shook your head no why why do you say that
1: i mean don't get me wrong i'm a preacher's kid grandkid and great-grandkid so i do believe in the bible and has some great things in the bible right but i don't think it can prepare you for dealing uh i mean all the way let me give you some tips yeah but this marriage thing two humans coming together that god he may put us together but he may but he may i mean you know i mean you know what i'm saying you, you don't really know you don't really know you hope he did you hope he did yeah yeah i just <laughs> met you at the sprint store i'm sorry i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know hold I didn't on know. before let me give y'all a disclaimer <laughs> so mark is,
0: is a well-known comedian uh do you consider yourself a christian comedian or just a comedian
1: i'm just a comedian you know uh you know are a christian comedian is kind of stupid to me <laughs> i mean because you have a lot of christians and like uh <laughs> You know, it's not a Christian firefighter. We only put our save fires. You know, Christian pest control. We only kill save roaches. I mean, you know. So, so I'm just saying. Like, I'm the Bible says. Since we talk about the Bible, about you'll the Bible. know the tree by the fruit. So that is. I'm a comedian. Now, you let me know what type of type of tree I am. You know. <laughs> so. Did you say we only kill saved roaches? I mean, because that's what it's implying. If I'm saying I'm I'm a Christian pest control, so people just, dog, can you get these roaches out the house? I want the saved ones killed, the unsaved ones. <laughs> I just, just want them out. That's all. So, cool. Okay, well, you put some perspective around that thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, and so when we talk about, let me ask you this. How long have you been married? So we don't have your better half here. Yeah. Um, how long have you been married?
1: So in August 23rd of 2022 Mm -hmm. if the lord say the same i will be married 25 years
0: marcus why you say if the lord say the same
1: because black love is day to day (laughs) and today is a good day when i left the house this morning we was on one accord (laughs) everything was cool i promised you we were straight but who knows? by the time i get out of this here look this interview man shoot who knows?
0: So when you look when you when you look at that, you're about to celebrate twenty-five years. And when you think about yeah. the all the stuff that y'all probably uh come through, yeah. I want you to say one word that speaks to that journey.
1: One word. Uh I'ma say Oh, I can't do one word.
0: Come on, one word. Steel. Still. Yeah. S T I L L.
1: S T I L L. S T E A L. That's a good one. It depends on the day. But I was going with the S T I L L still. Why you say still? I mean, because after everything, you know, I still want her. You still want her. And I I think she still wants me. So uh, I heard my grandfather, you know, my grandparents was married um 70. 70? Yeah, they was married 74. My grandfather just passed. I think it was 74 years. They made 74 years. And I asked him, how do you stay with somebody, you know, that long? I mean, you know, I was just asking him. I told them, don't give me no Bible answer Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and he just told me, man, I still I still want your granny. You know, and that's how he said, I still want your granny. That's my lady. And so um, Steel. I was like, still. Still. I got it. That's powerful. Seventy. 70- yeah.
0: Four 74 years? years. Yeah. 74 years. Mm-hmm. So what what did you think of when you like, as you watched them be married that long, what are some nuggets that you might have picked up along the way without them even sitting down and telling yeah. you uh, what's been keeping them Yeah, up? I think my
1: grandfather, he modeled what a man slash husband kind of looked like. Now it may be out of style in today's time. Talk about it. But, um, you know, I've never seen my grandmother worry about a light bill a car no you know none of that he didn't put that type of stress you know on his lady even if he probably was having some money situations she didn't know anything about it Um, uh, my grandfather always kind of like emphasized time you know like and what I mean by time like I'm an on time guy Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but he always would say like when you on time going places at work at church blue, blue. then your, your timing is even better in your relationship. and really? so Yeah, he was just talking about, you know, because you you have time down so well, you know the time to, when you need to be strong, the time you need to, okay, I can't come in there with the iron fist today. She need a little, yeah. mm, 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 you know. So, you know, I think those are the two things he That's really did. That's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I come from a, no, I'm, playing, I'm playing but yeah, I think I think you know those things those things I try to you know emulate from my grandfather
0: that's dope so when you think about the things that you wish you would have known before you got married
1: I wish I would have known that whatever you liked or didn't like let me start there whatever you didn't like before y'all got married it's still gonna be there when you get married there it is yeah because a lot of times people think marriage, oh, we're going to get married. It's nice if everything's going to be all right. Yep. Things are going to change. No, things are amp- actually going to amplify. 100%. Amplify. You know, it's yep. going to be a whole different type of thing. So yes. I had to learn, you know, to accept, oh, this is just her. And, and vice versa. She had to learn, yeah. you know, this is just him. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I ain't changing. You know, that was interesting that you brought up that because that's the reason why I ended up getting a divorce seven years ago. Yeah. And she said to me, she said, I believe that I was able to accept the things about you that didn't change, but you just never accepted for me, what wouldn't change. Mm. And I was like, wow, you caught me when what happened was I was a mm. part of this, this, uh, men's ministry at my church called the thousand men of prayer. Okay, And so once a week we would fast for 24 hours a day. The first year I fasted saying, God, I wanted my wife to change these certain things that I felt like were very difficult for me to deal with. Mm. And then that didn't happen. Mm. And so the second year I fasted for me to be able to accept those things if they don't change
1: mm.
0: and that didn't happen. And Mm. so then I just said, you know what, some of these things are some non-negotiables that it's time you just walk away from this marriage. Gotcha. Hardest decision I've ever made as a Christian man. Uh, But she and I are still cool friends this very day. Uh, Mm. But it was me just owning up to what I felt like I needed for the rest of my life. And so when I hear people like you speak like you speak about that, then I go, wow, did I... Did I choose the easy way out because marriage is for better for worse and and for richer and for poor and for sickness and uh, through sickness and health, all these beautiful uh, contradictory statements, you (laughs) know what I'm saying? It'd be like this extreme or this extreme, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, yeah. And so uh, a couple of seasons ago we unpacked those marriage vows. Mm -hmm. When you look at those things where you said that the things that I didn't like before I got married Mm -hmm. and you stayed and she accepted you and you mm-hmm. accepted her and y'all still may see those same things. Rearest ugly head up sure. uh, in y'all's
1: marriage. How do you deal with it differently? Okay. Let me say this first. One that's why I don't fast. Uh, no, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm hey, continue to fast. That was just a joke. <laughs> that was just a joke. Um, So when I look at it like, like this here, let's use those vows. Yeah. So then they typically say, um, for better, for worse. Yeah, and um, which is an indication that worse is coming. Yes. Like I don't know who wrote the vows. I don't know if it's in the Bible, but whoever wrote them, they was like genius. Yeah. You know because worse is coming. Yeah. And so if you' round here, <laughs> you know, kicking it, thinking it's always better, man, worse is coming. Yes. And so, and then the other one was what, um, uh, rich or poor? Yeah. Most times people just look at that as monetary when it's more so poor attitude, poor work ethic, poor perspective.
0: Mm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think over the years, my wife and myself, we've both grown to richer attitude, Mm. richer perspective, richer work you see what i'm saying yeah it 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 it, 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 it wasn't overnight it, there it is it got better and then the other one sickness and in health and a lot of times we just think of a physical physical health mm-hmm. i mean you know oh because it's, it's the, some sicknesses we accept oh he got cancer yeah oh she got this and yeah. it's like ah. but no what about that sickness i got with these streets you know because see people don't want to use that as, as a sickness no He liked them streets. Uh, You looking at your watch out, but he should be tired of them clubs. No, 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 I ain't tired. I ain't tired. I ain't tired yet. You know what I'm saying? That's a song they sang in church. I'm not tired yet. So I've been running for the club a long time. And so, you know, people have sicknesses with with those type of things, whether it's pornography or, you know, a lot of things. And so... When you say this in front of the church and family and, and and everybody, God, hey, you you know, you were so happy that day. Oh, I do. I do. Yep. Well, this is what comes with. I do. There it is. You know, so uh, fortunately, we've been able to, you know, hang on. But I want to ask you this. So when you decided after your fast failed, when you decided and y'all was going to go away, did y'all separate?
0: no uh we never did separate we okay. never separated we stayed in the house i always said if i separate i just My, probably never go back you know
1: nah, we did
0: y'all separated. we separated
1: so you know they always tell you about like a seven-year itch yes yeah i did I, a whole
0: Ted talk about that yeah
1: yo, you did it yeah i think i was came in maybe, maybe between five and seven somewhere up in there yeah and we didn't it wasn't no infidelity issues or nothing like that i just thought i married the wrong young lady. Yeah, that's what that's I thought. What I, that's what I thought. I'm just saying, I just thought I married the, the wrong young lady. I was like, you know, and she probably had some issues with me as well. Yeah. You have to get her on here to get her side. But, <laughs> but since I'm here, listen to me. And so I thought I just married the wrong one, yeah. right? And so we got separated for six months.
0: Who decided to move out the house? Me. You said, hey, I, I'm, I, hey this ain't No, working. no, no,
1: no, 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 no. The beautiful part is we didn't have money at the time. We lived in an apartment. Mm -hmm. So I gave her all the furniture in that apartment Mm -hmm. and got her established. Because I'm not. Oh, you moved her out. I moved her out. And I moved out too. I, oh, I just moved out the apartment. Listen, it's me. We both leaving this. <laughs> I'm getting a cheaper apartment. Go find go and you an apartment. And so, but I gave all friends because I remember my daddy telling me a long time ago, man. If you ever fall out with your lady, don't be fighting over who get a TV yeah, and yeah. who getting the chair. Man, just you start all over. That's what a I man. Did. That's what, you know, I did. That what he told me. So. Yeah gave her everything make sure she was straight because i don't have no malice yeah towards her yeah we just don't we just not working i'm thinking you know this ain't the right one for me right so man six months you know because i'm because i'm in, in the process though i'm we getting divorced though yeah 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 and man i ain't gonna lie it's crazy my comedy had took off during this separation i was i, was, I had started doing comedy but i wasn't
0: popping right popping
1: then. Then I got on TV, and they put my website on TV, and you know what, it was on BET. And so they run your stuff over and over, so <laughs> churches just start calling me, right? And I'm in Miami when I did the show. And I'm in Miami, and we we'll do the show. Let's hear some girls coming, they half-naked. You want the coconut, Poppy? You were so funny tonight, Poppy. And I couldn't even enjoy these coconuts. <laughs> because my whole mindset because the only girl who knew the magnitude of this moment. Ooh, God dog. Because we've been pillow talking. Oh,
0: you done went there. we been, I'm her. just saying,
1: we've been pillow talking, yes. babe. One day. I, this comedy is about to take us. Trust me. I, I feel it. I, finally, I done latched all these jobs I done had. Yeah. Finally, I done got some. My thing gonna work. And so... We did. I mean, so my manager was like, "Man, call your wife." I was like, "Man, I ain't calling her, cause you know my pride and <laughs> ego. I ain't calling her." But I couldn't even enjoy the coconuts <laughs> because, <laughs> because. And so I get on the flight. Long story short, I get on the flight. I'm on my way back to Houston, and God appears. Watch this. I know that. this. This don't even sound right coming from me. I hear a, sm- a steel small voice they' the, saying. "We're still coming. Again. Yeah, yeah. The steel. steel ego. And this is what God told me. He said, so let me get this straight. Because that's how he talked to me. I don't know how he talked to y'all. But he said, so you're going to divorce her because she do some things, a few things you don't like. But I haven't divorced you. And you do a whole lot of things I don't like. That wasn't even the point. I was like, okay, I heard that voice. So he said, not only have I not divorced you, I ain't exposed you. Ooh. Now that's what hurt. I was like, "Ah, nah, that ain't what you doing." So, man, that plane landed. Oh God! I went over there, knocked on her door. She was like, "What's up?" I was like, "We got to get back together." (laughs) And she was, she knows, cause she was like, "Hey, I'm single. I'm." She kind of like enjoying herself now. You know what I'm saying? She was like, why? I was like, because God has spoken. Let the church <laughs> say amen. Yeah. So, man, we got back together and, you know. But been... was
0: it easy to work from that, that place? You you showed up, you said, hey, this. Then, hmm. like, was it immediately that y'all wait to
1: finish out y'all leases? Like, how did y'all transition? Oh, yeah. So, when her lease was up, I mean, so. I got a cheaper apartment in that same building we lived in. It was like oh, a little mid-rise. Okay. So now I went down to Lee's I and said, hey, man, we're gonna get back together. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's why it's good to have good relationships with people. And they moved me upgrading upgraded me to a two bedroom. Yeah. And then she came, you know what I'm saying? And then boom. That's how we that's how we that's how we worked it we out. You got Rihanna over the laptop. That's how we worked it out. And we've game. been and you know, we've been rolling ever since. And watch this, here. it was Absolutely the best decision we made. And let me why? tell you why. Yes, I was gonna ask you. Because I thought I married the wrong one. But she absolutely, positively, is the right one because of where we at now I we, or I'm just use me, wouldn't have made it this far without her. Now, she I'm almost messed up. My wife, my wife, listen, she run everything. And I don't mean my business, I mean everything. I can't even function. I can get another girl, but I can't get another her. She really the only chick I've ever loved. Like, I mean, I ain't wanna run, I'm in love. Ooh, I, I, that's not just not my type But I don't do that, I wish I could but she the only one like, like, man, I need her. If that girl leave, man, I don't even know how to change the thermostat at the house. I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to do nothing. <laughs> and I think sometimes in a relationship, that's how you need it, cause some people say, "Well, that's not good." No, that's absolutely that good. is good. That is good, cause I need.
0: There it is. Yeah, I there. need her. That's good. Yeah, because what happens? We get so independent that we's like. That's why people are able to just up and leave the person because exactly. they're be like, "I can do bad all by myself." I, exactly. Like, why do you say I can do bad all by myself yes. instead of say I can do great?
1: I can do great. Yeah. <laughs> I need her. I need her for stuff, and she need me for stuff. And even though sometimes it may cause a, a disagreement or an argument, still. We argue, like We can hang up in each other's face, right? Which was hold on,
0: no. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about that. The other day I talked to you, <laughs> and I said, "What you mean you going? It's a it's a <laughs> off and on type of thing that you may make in 25, 25 years." What did you say, bro? What happened?
1: So I'm I'm in Atlanta. I'm going my way home we just finished doing the show. I had called after the show. We was all pleasant. Everything, hey, babe, hey, I can't wait to get home. Oh, your mama made gumbo. Blah, blah, blah. Everything was good. Then they took me out to eat, you know, after my show, after my performance at the church. I get to the airport. I called her. I said, hey. She was like, hey. I was like, what's up? She was like, I'm just kind of dozing. I say, well, uh, did y'all eat? She's like, yeah. I said, and I was like, did you eat um, the gumbo that my mama fed? She was like, nah, we ate this pasta. I said, Well, my son, Chase, what he ate, pasta. Well, my daughter, Charlotte, pasta. I said, boy, they just gonna do whatever you do. You, you, I said, kids gonna just follow you. Whatever mama do, they gonna do. They got an independent thing. Man, I don't know what button that pushed. (laughs) That girl clicked. That girl, what you mean? (laughs) They doing. They ate what they wanna eat. And so watch this. I say, in a joking manner, hey, 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 did church work for you today? Did church work for you? You did. she Man, she started going left So I just hung up the phone, click, click.
0: And I said, no, you did not hang up the phone in her face.
1: Yeah, I just hung up the phone. And why did you hang up the phone? Because I, my energy wasn't even right. Like, I promise you, I had no venom when I was saying, this was just... I'm a comedian, man. I mean, and I know when you're married, the ones time I don't want to hear all that. So I get that, but I wasn't coming from nowhere. So anyway, but watch this. I'm gonna show you something. I'm talking about. I need you.
0: Yeah.
1: I get to my gate. I'm booking for my tour, so people need information. Yeah. Well, who I, who I got a call. I the got purse, the call. The up. person you I just hung up in it. her face. But we have grown and matured. So Kyle she, this is how she looking like. No, because we FaceTime. She, I said, babe, I need you (laughs) to. uh, She got up, went to the computer, (laughs) did what she did, hung it, just hung up (laughs) the phone. And so it's possible, it's very possible to function even when you ain't, you know. So then, watch this. I had to call her another time before I got on the plane. Do the same thing. Because, like I say, people booking the tour, so boom, boom. Then when I got home, she come pick me up. Hey, hey mm, kid, like, like, like what happened earlier. Never happened. And watch this here. Nobody has to say, I'm sorry. I was wrong. And blah, blah, blah. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't do it. Yeah. But, but it's it just understood. It's understood. You know what I'm saying? You y'all been rocking with each other
0: that long, you yeah. just be like,
1: yeah, no, yeah, you
0: know. Y'all, y'all forgive each other of moments like that yes. because y'all really truly understand each other.
1: Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean. Marcus, we be on the road or something and then you put doubt in it. What <laughs> well, you mean by hope? I ain't put no doubt. I'm just saying, you know, you don't want to appear too strong on these platforms. And then <laughs> something go wrong. And I, he was talking big talk when he, you know, so you just said. <laughs> but you give, give a little gray area in case yeah. you walk, in case you get
0: home, and she done <laughs> packed up
1: everything. I get over to the empty I was like, oh, man, come on, I got to go back on the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, I thought we had to understand I thought we had to She understand. was building a whole other life yeah. outside of me yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah cause that's what happened to one of my guys at the barbershop what happened? He comes home And his his wife packed up Packed up Moved on him and his son With, with their son boom, And served him the papers he,
0: But he, he didn't see it coming
1: He didn't see it coming His story to us is He didn't see it coming he said a couple of nights before that everything was cool Now he's done some things <laughs> No, I mean I'm not he's not innocent. But he I'm just saying, but this particular (laughs) particular in this segment, everything was good, he thought, and then voila. Yeah.
0: You know, I hear about that a lot with women. You know that eighty percent, over eighty percent of marriages or divorces are filed by women. Yeah? Yeah. It's it's women that will literally just pack up and be gone. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, wow. uh, and so that old school staying power that we saw grandma and great grandma have that, yeah. you know, uh, grandpa, or uh, great grandpa could mm-hmm. have kids all down the street. And, yeah. And <laughs> whole other family. Whole nother family. Yeah. And she like, hey, well, bring them on over here. I'm going to feed them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like it's, it's a different level. These women right now, you get the lights cut off, they gone. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm mean? yeah. saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not going to deal with that. What, what do you think? Why do you think that shift has happened?
1: Yeah, I think you may have mentioned it earlier, um, because the ladies today are so independent. Yeah. You know, to where uh they don't need, you know, I mean, I don't need you. <laughs> yeah And you know, and they and watch it not only do they not need you, they let you know yeah. that they don't need you. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that's a lonely place for a husband yeah. Yeah. to, you know, be not needed. Yeah. He know. Her. That he that, that he's not needed. And I think that's that's probably tough on on a cat, you know.
0: Uh, Bishop has his video, Bishop T D J's got a video going viral that talked about uh the masculinity in women nowadays. Mm. Um, and he said that 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 shift is is just not a good look. Okay. Because um a man does wanna feel needed. He does wanna feel. Got to. Yeah, because other than that, he's like, well, what is my what is my point? You know, he what, what you. is my purpose in, in, in your life? If you can do all this without I me, mean, you can have a kid without me, you can, you can build a house, buy a house, you can yeah. have a, everything you that you t- typically, men will find as a value system in his heart to say, I wanna provide this for her. Yeah. That women be like, I can do it on my
1: own. I can do it on you my own. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah.
0: those big songs, and like I said, I have a daughter, so I I, I taught her to be independent and be able to sure. get it on our own but not not to also to the demise of a man that's in your life to yeah. make him feel devalued yeah. but these songs that were uh, controlling the airways you okay. know uh um uh, independent you know i n d e p e n d you know all that stuff is like it was the anthem for women oh, for sure. and it began to create a culture a of culture. women yes. that was just like yeah, you know, I can do it all about, all on my own mm-hmm,
1: yeah mm-hmm. and and that's what and that's what a lot of them are doing and it's kind of hard, you know. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I do know probably, and it's unfortunate. So I'm not saying anything, but I know the more independent a sister is, it's probably gonna be harder for to get married for her to get married. Yeah. Again, yeah. I don't want don't do No, add no. You are
0: You telling the truth. That's that's, that. that's that's a thing mm. that we don't. We don't really talk about, you mm-hmm. hear, it, well, we hear that it it's such a negative, uh, thing where you have this red, red pill, this manosphere, uh, group of people who, you know, they're, they beat women up so bad, mm-hmm. uh, about their independence and not. Giving credence to the reason why they become so independent is because sure. the lack of men. Because the lack, life. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Daddy wasn't around, so yeah. mama had to raise the kids by, by herself, mm-hmm. and so they mirrored what mama did. And then here they are, being upwardly mobile females that are saying, hey, listen, I ain't got no man. I ain't finna wait on the man to take me on my trip. I yeah. ain't finna wait on the man to get me this house. I ain't finna yeah. wait. So they had to do it out of quote unquote necessity. necessity. And then it for became sure. a culture for them, for sure. And then that, that balance. So the one that knows how to balance that out well yeah. to be able to say yes I'm independent yes I got money yes. yes I do this or whatever but I will desire to share this with a partner no doubt that's a beautiful heart to be in no doubt because what's the other way around than the man to just be like you yeah I'm just I'm just a, I'm just an added I'm just another goal that you accomplished exactly in your life and exactly. you exactly you, you prop me up right here and you yeah.
1: like an like, ornament yeah it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy <laughs> so what are some other things that you wish you would have known before you got <laughs> married I wish I would have known that women's sex sex drives increase as they get older, and men's decrease. There it is.
0: I was talking to somebody about that the other day.
1: Yeah, I, and they say God don't make mistakes, but ooh, this this don't even seem right. This not my God. He wouldn't do this, would he? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying like, why? Like, why? I'm peaking. I peaked in the twenties. <laughs> And Are you picking in for She going in the 40s. and it's basically I, I got to let her have a boyfriend. That's what it seemed like. Like you, I need help. Okay, let me. Roll. I need this. I need help. And you know, I know it ain't she, biblical. You need a twenty year old. Guys, let get a twenty year old boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, because because what it is is, <laughs> I'm being worn out, and and watching And I'm doing stupid stuff. To try to keep up, trying to maintain, what's the, what's the like stuff that first of all, like so, I'm drug free, right? This was one thing I can say. I ain't never took drugs, yeah, you know. Me However, they have these sexual enhancement drugs <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that that oh that 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 they that that you need to take just keep up. And to keep up with your wife. Now, I ain't talking about in the streets. I'm talking about with your with wife. Your wife. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be different if I'm in these streets. Oh yeah, I'm trying to, man, I'm trying to do. Now, this with her, <laughs> when did you get like this? And so, you know, I'm taking the Viagra and the, the Cialis and, and the Levitra, and 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 then the guys at my barbershop, because you know my barbershop, that's my second church. Yeah. yeah. And so, they come and say, oh, don't them, them take them pill. You gotta take the one at the gas station. And I'm the gas station. I don't even want to eat from the gas station. Why, why, why Some pills from the gas So they tell me get the pills from the gas station. And these pills, they named after animals, rhino and donkey D and gorilla man. I mean, just all, <laughs> listen. Oh God. And so oh God. I'm trying to take this here. These, I don't even know if this stuff SDA approved. I'm taking this stuff. Trying to keep up. Watch this now, just with my wife. She coming in now. I done took this pill and drunk the uh, uh, required glasses of water. And I got a migraine headache, a stuffy nose. I can't feel the left side of my body. She in there talking about, you ready? I'm like, man, you better call Amelance. I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to die. (laughs) Trying to keep up with you. You said, "Can't feel the left side of your body." Man, man, feel listen. Left side, can't. I'm numb. <laughs> man, so I didn't know that. I promise you, like I didn't know that. Oh, God. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they go up and we go down. And so now I understand why when I see older men take an aspirin before he go to bed at night or have a little glass of brown brown liquor. You don't judge him. He. Try- <laughs> See so trying to stay in the game. Okay. Yeah, he trying to stay in the game. Oh God. I get it now.
0: Marcus, thank you for shedding light. Well, I'm just on, saying. On the epidemic that's out here. It's, an epidemic. <laughs> it's an epidemic. It's an epidemic. <laughs> I was at my boy Jay Barnett. Um, yeah, he had this thing called Hill, uh the Just Hill Bro Tour. Okay, and they did and they touched on that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? and it's like that's something that is not talked about. You know what I'm yes. saying? And you get and and like you said, it is a shift. It's like yes. women start going to menopause. They they, oh, yes. heat,
1: you know. And she it's got like, the fan on at the bed. <laughs> I'm like, it's freezing in here. Listen. I'm there. I, I mean, trust me. And and again, again, because this is a shot. It's a, it's almost a shot Uh-huh, to the ego. Oh, it's a shot yeah. because now I'm 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 young her now. Yes. Hey, just hold me. Let's. <laughs> I mean, let's just cuddle. I'll be the little spoon. You can get behind me. You know. <laughs> I mean, let's just chill. I mean, let's watch TV and. We got the water and the popcorn right here. We married. I mean, we, I, we ain't got nothing to prove, do we? I mean, <laughs> I ain't in competition, am I? I mean, I'm your man. Did you say you would be a little spoon? I'd be a little spoon. Nah, I don't, man. I ain't got it. You get behind me. Because <laughs> it seem like you in charge. <laughs> you in charge. Nah, I'm, I'm not in charge. What's another, what's another thing you
0: wish you would have known before you got
1: married? Let me see what else I wish I would have known. I wish I would have known oh, before God. I got married oh, that those quote unquote wifely duties that maybe my grandfather um would get, you know, from my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these, these 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 new ones they they not like that.
0: But let's talk about these wifely duties. What wifely duties? Yeah, are we so you about? know
1: old school. Uh-huh. My grandfather, you know, my grandmother cooked breakfast <laughs> and dinner cuz they typically probably do something for lunch. They yeah. you know they be moving around. But breakfast, dinner everyday. Yeah, yeah that was a wifely duty. Uh, back in the day, now I'm not. I'm. Please don't at me. I'm just telling you how it went. And so you know, when I thought, you know, when we got married, I'm thinking, you know, shoe, you know, breakfast, you know, dinner. You <laughs> know Do you know
0: when I got married? My my ex wife told me, no, don't expect me to cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole marriage, I ate out still ninety nine percent of the time. No. So I was just, I was just eating out and I said, and then to me, it was like, I've been <laughs> single. So I was yeah. eating out all
1: the time. And I kept saying, well, I guess I just, it's the same dog on thing. Now don't get me wrong. I ain't married for a cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't tripping, but just cause I ain't married for your cooking. <laughs> don't mean don't cook though. You see what I'm saying? Like y'all yeah, ain't married for it, but I wasn't like my grandfather. But you know, my wife, what she ended up doing, cause now she's a, she, We her name Erica, we call her E-Garvin now.
0: Oh, she be cooking like that?
1: Oh, she cooks like that now. Really? Really, that's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. It's crazy just seeing the evolution. <laughs> because my wife has went from a fixer to a cooker. You see, mm-hmm. when we first got married, she was fixing. Talk about talk about fixing. Talk about
0: fix. What's the difference between fixing and cooking? Break well, fixing. That
1: down. So fixing is like you fix tuna fish, <laughs> you fix hamburger helper, you fix tacos. You know, a lot of guys. ooh, my baby cooking tacos, and I know your baby fixing tacos tonight. Cooking is when you stuff something. It's when you smother something. It's when you saute something. Cooking is when you preheat the oven on 350 for two weeks. That's that's that when you know, sir. Is it ready yet? Mm, not yet. That's that's. He's there for two weeks. Yeah, that's cooking. And watch this here, because uh, let me put this caveat in there. I've never seen a man not come home when he know a cooked meal. Yeah, is there? You know that's true. This, this is absolutely true. God, that's true. A cooked meal will change a Negro's plans. You call home, hey, what's up? Oh, no, just in the kitchen cooking. What you cooking? Oh, I just smothered some steaks, mashed potatoes, some green beans, got them little rolls you like, and uh, some tea. I'm coming home.
0: <laughs> he said, I'm on my way. Nah,
1: I ain't gonna say it's gonna keep him home. <laughs> but he gonna that's come on home. you. But <laughs> he will come home. But now, nah, man, yeah, man, my wife, she she dibbles and dabbles. She do all type of little things now, you know. You said e huh? <laughs> yeah, ego She e it nah. And so, you know. When I did mean, that
0: shift happen? How many years into the marriage?
1: Um, That shift happened, I'm going to say she's been cooking now like that mm-hmm. for probably about, I'm going to say 10 years. So
0: the best thing comes to those who wait, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, because I think, I think what happens, it gets better. I think, now I don't wanna, I think it, I'm just saying, I think it get better because I think the people in it get better. You know, we make, man, some decisions that I would have made in year four or five, I'm not making in year 24. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I'm just not making it, and so kind of like, you know, if you can give your spouse room to grow, to grow, like even when I've done bad, I wasn't an overall bad dude. Yeah. And vice versa, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, you know, when I talk to cats in the barbershop, you know, we, have had a divorce pandemic in my barbershop
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and I, you know, I'll be telling, I was like, man, you know, I used, I used to tell my wife, okay, if you need 10 things from me, and I do seven of them, are we going to concentrate um, yeah. on the three? Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, because one of them three might, might be, a be a big, big one. A big three, yeah. Might be a big one. Yeah. But do I not get no credit for the seven?
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And so, you know, we, we just try to, you know, we talk about, you know, we've always had good conversation you know, we real cool. I mean, she like my homie until it's time. You know, for me to pop one. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm like,
0: <laughs> Do you feel like you can talk to her about anything?
1: No, that's the, one of the biggest. Um, that's one of the biggest lies ever told. I heard, I heard a pastor say that your wife should be your best friend. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> why say you say that?
0: Why you say that, Marcus? Why is that? Why is that the biggest lie?
1: It's the biggest lie because I can. Say something stupid, do something stupid in front of my best friends.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're going to say, boy, that's stupid. Yeah. You was stupid. You got what happened. You got, you got what you deserve. Yeah. But we're still getting ready to go see the Rockets play. Yeah. we. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We are still together. Yeah. I ain't nobody tripping. Mm-hmm. Man, now You say that to your tribe, which spot? You know, they say, no, you could tell me anything. No, I can't. I promise you I can't. I cannot tell you because you're not going to receive it. Matter of fact, what I had to learn, is another thing we had to learn. Even when talking to my wife, I realize it's multiple people that I'm talking to. So I need to clarify exactly who I'm dealing with at this moment. Unpack that. Okay. So under the umbrella of spouse, you have a business partner, a friend, my best friend, a friend you have uh, a roommate you know you have somebody you co-parent with you know it's it's so it's so much is going under here right and so like me and my wife we don't share accounts because that's something we tried to do early on it didn't work for us Deacon and my dad at church y'all won y'all supposed to share one account (laughs) grow up uh, that may work. That may work for you and, and Miss Ethel, Sister Ethel, but that ain't working for Marcus and Erica. So, oh god! Because in the beginning, what would happen was my wife, I'm spending money, she's spending money. Yeah. But I'm a little bit more conscious of the bills.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, she would come home, and I'm just getting on her. Yeah. When I needed to say, "Hey, babe, what's up? Listen." Oh, I need to talk to my business partner right now that's because it. my wife ain't gonna like yeah. what I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah, I need to talk to my business partner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and so that's what I'm talking to. So I don't always be like, "Hey, really,
0: you talk to your wife like that? You talking to me like I... no, 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 no,
1: <laughs> not talking to my wife. <laughs> talking to that girl that spent that money. My business. <laughs> I'm talking to her, and you know, because for me, oh, I, I'm I can argue. <laughs> And then once I'm done. It's done. I'm done. Yes, I'm, I'm back. But, yeah. you know, my wife, uh-uh, that, it, it don't roll like that for her. And may, maybe some other women may not roll like that as well. But for her now, nah, she she need to take a moment, you know. She going to have to take a moment and kind of, you know, I ain't really dealing with you right now. You know, now she watching TV upstairs and all this. <laughs> <laughs> now you want to be with your kids and all this. Hell. You know, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that's I'm said. I got it out. of I like got it, it out. It, it's like throwing up. Yeah, oh, I feel yeah, better now. I feel better. Yeah, I feel better. I didn't get it out. Of, I didn't it out of my sister. Oh god. You know yeah. something
0: that, that that's still sticking with me. You said something early on where you said mm-hmm. that these moments that I wanted to share, I wanted to share it with her.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I don't think anybody gets married to get divorced. There it is. I don't think that's the plan. And so, when I lied to that girl about how we was going to be together and mm-hmm. how, you know, take a chance with me, because for me and my wife, when we got married, I told her I had dreams before you. So, what I need you to do is give me five years to chase them.
0: Mm.
1: Right? Watch well, this. Is what I told her, I need you to give me five years to chase them. And I don't want to hear no lip. Yeah, like I don't want to hear because you don't come home. You're gonna be at work because you got to get you got to keep a job. So you're gonna be at work.
0: Did you say you got to keep a job? Yeah,
1: at that time, at that time she had to keep a job because I'm trying to. <laughs> I gotta go chase my I dream. I gotta go chase my dream, and I and she did she did it. And put and, perspective. And how old were you during that time? We got married at 24, so from 24 to to 29, exactly. So uh, before, we're gonna take a little derailment. Do okay. you think
0: that still apply if you if a woman is dating a 40 year old man?
1: No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Why not keep that same energy, Mark? No, you can't keep that same energy. He has exhausted a lot of energy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I don't get me wrong. She can, but I wouldn't advise it is what I'm saying. I wouldn't advise it. Why would you advise it? I'm just saying. He's still talking about, I'm trying to rap. Got it. Uh, <laughs> that might not be the move, the plan in God's will, however you want to talk about
0: it. <laughs> How you yeah. want to talk about it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Going to put but, God in it. Yeah, got to. Sometimes you can use him. They say lean on him. <laughs> you got to lean on him. So you said, give me five years. I told her, give me five years. And watch this, true story. My wife did not bother me as it relates. I'm talking about career. Yeah. Because I told her, I said, man, it's going to be days you're going to come home from work, and I'm going to be sitting on the couch when you went to work. Yeah. And it ain't going to look right. <laughs> I'm mean, Because, I mean, you know, I ain't never been a dummy. It ain't yeah. going to look it's, it don't look right. I'm on the couch. I right, babe. And you come back home. Hey, babe, I, it, it don't look good. It's aesthetically. It's horrible. Aesthetically. It's horrible. But I told her, give me five years. Oh, right. God. So at that time, I worked at BET. Um, for like three of those years, I was a teacher. I was a bank teller. You know, I worked on staff at a so church. So you are still working? Huh? You were still working? Yeah, but th- during that time, these are jobs that I'm, in out yeah. you know i'm not keeping nothing because I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 reaching for something yeah and um and so anyway she um um didn't bother me and then when the comedy came you know and we start seeing okay that's when i my gift to my wife is not nah, she ain't got work yeah you held me down for five, yeah, and I'm gonna hold you down forever.
0: Yes, there it is.
1: You, you know what I'm saying? There it is. Now I can do what my grandfather did. Teach you not. My my wife can't tell you what the mortgage is. Yeah. what her truck note is. Yeah. and I, you know, and, and that's not a brag. No, that's, I'm that's, just saying. That's called sowing and reaping. That's that's what it is. Yeah. So because she did that, boom. And so, um, um, but but to get to your question, which was, whew, I think I slaughtered it.
0: I said, uh, I said, uh, what 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 spoke to me is the fact that you said that you want to experience that with her that, that yeah. once you met that
1: goal. So now I used to hate when I it would appear because I don't know what happens, but and that's how they would frame it back in the day. Oh, he got on, and now yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't want that. Yeah, and then we and I remember at my wedding, man, at my wedding. Oh my god. I got to the door at the wedding. You know, I was at my, we got married by my dad, and my daddy church. And I looked in there, man, I saw all them people, her family, my family, all these people just looking at us. I mean, and I remember my cousin was like, boy, are you about to faint? Because, you know, I was getting ready to walk in. And he was like, you better go in there and handle your business. I was like, business? Is that what marriage is, it's business? And so, <laughs> and, and so we just got there and, and all these people cuz i remember when we got married and then when we got separated her mom and her sisters they would call me hey man praying for you it was no it was no judgment judgment hey man praying for you just calling to check on you see if you all right I ain't I ain't bringing her I ain't bringing her up. you know what I'm, saying, what I'm saying and so it's like i don't i didn't also in a sense, I've married these people. You you know what I mean, a little bit. And so, and so, yeah, man. I just you know I just wanted to. And then I had my grandparents, of course, to um model all these years. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to grow and and and, and we can look back and be like, hey, man, you know, we we did it.
0: Have she heard you say that to her about the fact that the success that you gained wouldn't wouldn't have felt so sweet? Without her being a part of it. Oh yes. What yeah. did she say about that?
1: She just smiled and then you know want to do it. I mean, can I say that? Or is that okay, yeah. You married? You married? <laughs> that, yeah, man, I'm married. <laughs> we doing it. Yeah, uh, but uh <laughs> said but, she smile and want to do it. Yeah, now, nah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, she know it's it's stuff that stuff that we talk about. You know, I'm I'm glad because you know I, I was trying to be gone. Yeah, and my cousin was my lawyer. God rest his soul. He act like he couldn't get the divorce. He done been divorced twice, so I know he know how to do it. But, <laughs> but he liked you know my family liked my wife, so they didn't. They was trying to you know probably he was probably trying to just uh, delay it and all that, <laughs> and so. <laughs> That is a uh, true man. That's
0: that's the yeah. epitome when God says, "Well, He has joined together; let no man put asunder." That hmm. you said your cousin was an attorney,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a legit attorney, right? Legit, and did and, many divorces, and just and was just just
1: delaying your stuff. Now he fumbling. <laughs> now he don't know he don't know what what, <laughs> what requisition <laughs> to send in and all that old type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That boy delayed
0: that. That is good.
1: Yeah. That
0: is powerful. That's when I look at God just always, you know, interjecting himself in a situation, trying to stop us from making foolish decisions or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's, that's absolutely amazing. All right. Before we conclude, I want you to tell us uh, um, anything else in your soul, in your spirit that you've learned in these 25 years of, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and claim that, 25 years. Yeah, yeah, go and claim it. Go and claim it. 25 years of marriage. What what, what is something that, like, when you, when you, when you, to single men, Mm -hmm. me specifically, someone who was married for two weeks shy of 10 years, called it quits. You was in it a minute. Yeah, I was in it. I was, like I said, I didn't, I, I. The same thing that you said. I wanted yeah. to stay there. I wanted her to inherit the fruit yeah. of my labor. That's why a lot of stuff you're saying is, I know it's by God that you're here. It's because that was the exact same thing that I was saying. That's why I married her. I yeah. said, when I had nothing, I yeah. had a little dream of being this national playwright and producer, yeah. and she was there. And she said to me one day, she said, yeah, I have. A, my fear is that once you make it, you're gonna leave me alone. Mm. You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna upgrade or go find somebody mm-hmm. else. I said, no, nah, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. And I proposed to her on stage at one of my plays. Place. Oh, uh, dope. Yeah. So I was like, no, nah, you gonna, we're going we're gonna to rock together. Yeah. And so we almost made it to 10 years. But when you look mm-hmm. at that and you say, this is something that I wish somebody would have told me as a man that's been married 25 years, where we have this tendency to think that um, – the streets seem a little bit more appealing than marriage. You know, it's crazy because once you get married, they're always like, ah, well, you out the game. Yeah, you out the game. Why, 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 why did we do that? Why, 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 why would we get married, the groomsmen, our friends be like, ah, why, well, hey, you left all these other single women to me. Yeah. You know, more for me. Like, why, why is it, why is it like this is the ball and chain? What, what is that?
1: Well, I think, and that's what I didn't like about marriage. Yeah. That's one thing I did not like about marriage it had nothing to do with my wife. It had more to do with how others viewed marriage. Yes. At the bank that I worked at, that's where I worked at when we got married and then I got fired. They fired me right after the marriage, a little bit after, terrible of them to do something like that, knowing we need that money. But anyway- Wait, Hold on, let's stop, why they fire you? I can't even remember, it was, my, my supervisor didn't like me. That's I, I just remember that, yes, she didn't like me. And- uh, Hold on, but how, she, many t- how many times you say you've been fired? 16. Sixteen times.
0: And so was it everybody's fault the sixteen times?
1: Oh no, 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 oh no. Some of them firings I made sure that I I can I made sure you gonna fire me. Yeah, get ready for what I'm getting ready to say. So uh no 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 it wasn't they faults. No no some of them were like this one was because I enjoyed being a teller at the bank. I was a teller at bank one. I was teller that Chase it was Texas Commerce first. See. Then it turned to Chase. But anyway, um, yeah, so she, she fired me, but, um, um, what was I was getting ready to say, he throwing me off. You <laughs> me about this fire, you had fire you said something to me. You was
0: talking about, you was talking about, uh, as a single man or whatever, how we always. Oh move. yeah.
1: No. So I worked at, I worked at the bank with this young lady and we would go to lunch, right? We would go to lunch when me and Erica was dating. This girl didn't want me. I didn't want her, mm-hmm. but they say, "Hey, y'all can go to lunch. We'll run the subway, run Jack. You know, just it, come back." Man, the moment we got married, I said, "Man, we'll get some lunch." I ain't going nowhere with you. I said, "What? You married?" i like, "Yeah, I am. Do I have a disease?" She talking about, "Yes." I said, "What?" And so, like it was, like, it was like I didn't like that. Like, bro, I don't even want you, and she don't even want me. But it's like, you know, I guess like nah, that ain't gonna look right or what we go we work here, we go to these little places to get something to eat, we come back. And I, I just didn't like how people, you know, you go somewhere. Oh he oh he married, what is he doing? You know what? Why are he talking to her dog Am. So, basically, I should just move to a, a man's universe now, just where it's all men. I don't know no sisters no more. <laughs> I mean, if it's not my mama and my grandmother, don't talk to them. Would your wife have been cool with you going to eat with her? Probably not. But I'm saying, <laughs> no. No, no, but listen, what I'm saying. I'm saying probably not because that's how it's viewed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so that's what I mean. Like, not because she not, don't necessarily trust me. Yeah. It's just that... It don't look right. It don't look right. Optics right. don't look right. And then now the women, what can I go out to eat wait, with wait, Dave? He's like, hold on now, Dave was your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, you know, right. right. <laughs> like, it's like you just trying to pick some man, random man. I I work with this lady, and we would we, we go eat. Now you want wanna well, how would they look if I... Well, it's not you. I mean, if you want to go eat with a dude, go go eat. Hopefully, he paying. <laughs> Hopefully. But I mean... It's not a tit-for-tat. It's just my life and your life. If, if, if you don't feel comfortable, you should not do it. But I feel fine until she told me I was a disease called marriage. Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> oh God So why do we So why do men Why do we make Marriage feel like A, a prison sentence then Why do Why is it labeled as that And I understand There's some boundaries That we should have yes. Being married or whatnot. But why is it looked at As being like Oh
1: well yeah Cause you gotta ask I mean Yeah You have Left all this independence mm-hmm. And now You have somebody else To think about So when your boys say Hey man Tonight Such and such Celebrate some man. We gonna be over here at the little sports bar. Yeah. Woo-woo. Ah, let me. (laughs) Ah, let me check. Let me check. Well, it ain't that you getting permission like you a kid, but you don't. But because now they say y'all won, yeah. so now I need to see what the other, other half, half of, me. of me got planned for me. Cause that's cause that's what they do. They plan. You know, I go, hey babe, um, go. We gonna hang out over here. We going to hooters, watch the game. What's the name? Celebrate. Woo woo. She like, oh no, not tonight. Cause tonight, you know, we supposed to be meeting with such and such. And it's something you don't want to do. So now you gotta call. Yeah, right, man, I ain't gonna, man, I ain't gonna be able to make it. And now <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to make it. And so now it's like now you're mad at her. You're mad. You can't be with them. So you, you you angry. So it feel like it's like like prison. <laughs> I mean, I ain't never been Tell all my people that been to prison. Who I think it ain't like no prison. I got you. How they do? Yeah, they just ain't, it ain't like no prison. I'm tired of y'all comparing the pandemic to prison. It ain't no prison. I, I got it. But I'm just saying, oh. <laughs> for those of us that's never been, um, I imagine it's something like this.
0: Something like something like. This. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't. I can't do things my way. That's what <laughs> I get from prison
0: oh god so what would you say to single men who uh they want to get married but they they that mm-hmm. that thing that marriage that label that that the fear of feeling like they lose their independence, that they have no control over their day to day. They got to go ahead and they got, it feel like they got to ask somebody permission for this. They just, yeah. all the negative stuff about marriage. Yeah. What are some things that you've learned about marriage? You've done a great job talking about the beauty of marriage, things yeah. that, that has refined you as a man, things that a lot of times we haven't talked about where mm-hmm. you have the male sex drive been here in his early 20s and early mm-hmm. 30s and then it shifts and women become straight up super mm-hmm. freaks. You know what I'm saying? Super. And so, so that's something to look forward to as a man but also like, whoo, mm-hmm. all right, it's, it's a stab to that ego. Yeah. I have a whole lot of female friends that have talked about that. They said that, hey, you know, um, a lot of men aren't, Mature enough to be able to say, "All right, let me go get me some Cialis, some Viagra, whatnot," because mm-hmm. they male ego. I ain't gotta take that. I ain't finna do that. And yeah. then now she's sitting over here, you yeah. know, gotta play around with a limp noodle, yeah. you know, <laughs> <And, laughs> you yeah. know. And, and it's yeah. like, God, like, can yeah. you swallow your ego and mm-hmm. let's let's do this? Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah. So, what would you say to these single men mm-hmm. when they look at marriage as being something that they're losing in rather than gaining?
1: Man, I think life for me didn't take off until I got married. And I don't think that I would be where I'm at today if I was not married. That's just me now. Of course, I'm not God. But I think what marriage did for me, it made me go get it because I knew I had to support and um, support this, another individual, along with myself. And I wanted to show face, too. You know, you want to, you know, I hear guys like, what's she bringing to the table? I ain't never thought about what she brings to the table. I'm the table. There it is. You know, I'm the table. There it is. She ain't got to bring nothing. You know, women do that. Like, what do got? He got a car. He got a house. How's <laughs> his credit? Man can take a woman. He ain't got nothing. Because I'm the table. I'm going to get you a car. There I'm it gonna is. I'm going to get your credit together. There you it know? is. And so I kind of already knew I, I was, you know, hopefully I knew I was going to do that. So that's what I, I would just, you know, for for the single cats, man. I mean, cause I'm I'm blown away by y'all. Let me say this first. I'm blown away by y'all. These women out here, and I mean they out here. I of, travel every weekend. Yeah, they out here, and all the ones you whatever whatever kind you want. If you want them <laughs> naked, the naked ones out here. <laughs> If you want them well clothed, they are out here. If you want them slim, if you want them thick, if you want them big, if white, black, yellow, they, I mean like, you have your pick of the letter. And so, and I know cause you're like, yeah, that's what I'm out here doing. I'm picking them up, which I get. But let me say this, at the end of the day, I wish I could say it how I want to see it. But at the end of the day.
0: No, how you want to say it?
1: Well, this might have a, a, a smidgen of a. I don't know. I can see it. Yeah. Hospitals is- don't deal with harlots. This is what I'm telling to the single men. Hospitals, they don't deal with them. So if something ever happened to you, whoever you shacking up with or whoever you kicking it with, if y'all ain't got that paperwork, the hospitals are gonna say next to Ken. Talk about it. That's all they talking about. Hey, uh, hey, all my girlfriend. We stayed again. We been together a long time. Next to Ken. Yep. And so <laughs> that's real. And so, and so, you want somebody there that know, I mean, that just man. My wife know my social security number, my driving light number. I'm talking. About, she know all this by memory. Like I, I, mean, she. I'm talking, she Listen, she can't remember to take that chicken and throw that out. But she know, she know my social security. (laughs) She know my driver's license. Now, listen, my wife done forged so many cities. Man, she know, man, she... Listen, I love it because I ain't got to be there. (laughs) This Let me tell you what's so beautiful about marriage. My wife can call me. I'm talking to the single man still. My wife can call me, babe. I'm on my way home, I'm about to stop at Papa Do's, get something to eat. Do you want something? Yes. This is what my wife say. Bye. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got. I don't got. Oh, uh, when we were separated, I remember a girl was like, "I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna, you know, come over there. I'm, I'm at, you know, such so, such, getting some burgers. You want something? Yeah. Okay. What do you like? I was like, Oh my god." Do you like mustard or man? Oh lord, you don't. You don't know me. You, I can't beat with you. You, you don't know I like mustard. No onions with jalapenos on it. Get out of here! <laughs> I gotta get me good and know me. And I think that's what's live. If I'm talking to single people, man, when you find you somebody that's so into you like that, talk about it. Shh. Talk about it. Can't beat it. Talk about and be, it. And that's, that's worth way more than, you know, all what you're doing. I mean, I, I know what you're doing, but I'm saying, I'm saying that it's, 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 it mean a little more. <laughs> it means a little more. And plus, if you get into your mid-30s, you you're only the to decline anyway. Been, you better get somebody that can weather the storm. That can weather the storm. Yes, sir. I want yes, somebody sir. To
0: still be there? Still, <laughs> <laughs> still be there,
1: man, Marcus. How can people connect with you, man? You can go. Uh, I still have a website. I'd like to call it that headquarters. No, you should, should. You know, it's just my name, Marcus There it is. And then, of course, on the social, I'm Marcus D Wiley on Instagram and Twitter, and I think I tick-top? am Marcus D Wiley on Facebook. I am Marcus. Do you have D. a TikTok. No, I'm. I, I didn't. I mean, there's only so much. I don't want none of the stuff I have, and so all these other things, man, I, I ain't gonna be able to do it. I just got
0: on TikTok a week and a half ago. Yeah, I just because because people kept taking my videos from my uh from my Instagram and from uh, YouTube, and then they'll get. 80,000 oh, views, for real? Yeah, so I kept saying. People kept saying, "Here's one of your videos that went viral on here again." I was like, "Dang, what? And like, you need to get TikTok. I don't want no TikTok. I'm sick of all that. I ain't finna be able yeah. to dance and all on yeah. TikTok." No, I'm like, real old school in my mind. I didn't want to get. I didn't want to get on Instagram because I thought Instagram just people like taking pictures of themselves all the time. Yeah. So it took me years <laughs> to get on. I got on Instagram actively in 2020. Wow. It took me that long. I was like, I ain't finna be taking no selfies. I ain't finna take no selfies and put it yeah, all yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> like Instagram is whatever you want to make it. All right you just want to take pictures of stuff all the time. You know what, what I'm saying? Take a picture of the food and all <laughs> Take this. A picture of food. I'm, yeah. I, so I was real old school. And then TikTok, I just did it so I could just repurpose yeah. a lot of my content that I for put sure. on Instagram and then put it on TikTok. And so. Man, you're doing a good.
1: fantastic job. I told people that I was coming on here and they, oh, you, you going to be on there? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I didn't even know it was this serious. I'm not for real. I was like, yeah, man. I I just met, I met him at the thing. I mean, he's like, he's cool cat. Okay? Oh yeah, no, I watched that. Me and my fiance, my guy at my church, me and my fiance, we watch it. I was like, oh, okay. God has been so doing, doing something amazing.
0: The reason why I chose you is because in your set, What's so dope about you? So, my my podcast, I coined the moniker Lit. We're going to live intentionally and transparently. Okay. And so, when in your comedy, you're very, very transparent. For sure. And so, when I see a brother showing up like that, especially in the church, Mm -hmm. and and, and you'll always preface it by, I know know you church folks, y'all ain't like this, but I was in the strip club. I'm going to tell you I I went there because I heard they had some good wings. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, when people talk like that, it's like, yes, you
1: get it. Yeah. Because so
0: often in church, and you've been a PK, Hey, you know yeah. that we live under these lies
1: for you sure know, we just oh. live
0: under this lies
1: oh i know i know i know and we don't even have to why you say we don't have to we don't have to because we free <laughs> i mean see i can read that's the other thing about me i ain't the smartest cat, but boy I, I can read that bible and <laughs> i know <laughs> after he died yeah, that broke all that curse. People talk, about, oh, that's call, bad karma. No, ain't no karma in the Bible. Uh, all the curses have been broken. Yeah, when he died, it, it freed everything. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying. And what I'm saying is I'm free. So
0: oh God, and that's what yeah. I love about it is that you talk about <laughs> transparency, and in your transparency, that's what allows people to really understand. Because even in your comedy, as much jokes as you, as you as you throw out, sure. so much value and what you're saying. I'm sitting, I was it. like, God, that's good. Gosh, that's good. And so God has anointed you in comedy. You Thank know, you. he's anointed you in a way that you can make people laugh and then digest the truth at the same time. While I they mouth it. is up, ha ha ha, ha yeah. <laughs> dang, that was the truth that just went down my throat. Truth. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what keeps happening. And even yeah. in this whole uh, podcast that we just mm-hmm. did is that you're dropping stuff and it's hilarious and it's funny, it's mm-hmm. like, dang. Like in moments I was like, ugh, you he, gonna stab me right here. <laughs> did I give up too soon in my marriage? What was that? But he don't know my story. He don't know my <laughs> he story. Don't know my story. Shoot. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm going to yeah. take truth as truth. For sure. At the end of the day, no matter what it is, I can find the what I consider the perfect wife in my book. Gotcha. And it's still going to be Heartache and pain There's gonna be some things That you're gonna to have to weather There's gonna be some And people think that Just because you go through Some hard times That that, that couldn't be my wife That mm-hmm. can't be my husband yeah. Cause my husband would have never said this yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah. No that's mm-hmm. That's the pruning process mm-hmm. the, Those beautiful vows That you took Remember you yeah. said those vows It's not that you're Marrying perfect people You're mm-hmm. marrying, marrying Imperfect people That's striving for Perfection in Christ No, no doubt they're never gonna be Perfect with you Never And so And so As you've been All the stuff you've been saying I've just been digesting it So thank you so much for dropping all the gems that you have. Thank it's, you. Uh, it's been an honor to have you. I've, I've admired you for a long time. Thank you. Man. Dope, dope guy. Uh, that's why a lot of churches always repeat. And rebook you over and over again because well, you're a man you, of integrity. Thank you, churches. There it because is. <laughs> you're a man of integrity. One thing about it is that you've always Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. Doctor Tony Evans always hiring mm-hmm. you to come back to his church. Yes, and they don't they don't just thank have you. anybody on their stage. No, not at all. Uh, no. It's uh, pressure. What was the, what was the joke you said about my boy uh, Doctor Evans? You said that when you was you would be. <laughs> oh, be able-
1: <laughs> when I first started doing comedy, I mean, first started going to Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. You know, every now and then, you know, you'll look at the pastor when you're saying jokes, you know, trying to, you know, gauge in the see, You know, everybody else laughing, but he making making sure I can get a check. So I look over there and he just be sitting there like this. Here. And then I get off stage and you know, I be like, you know, then Priscilla might say, oh man, my daddy love you. And I be going, well tell him to tell his face that he loved me because he ain't laughed. <laughs> he he, he wasn't he wants smiling. But nah, but nah he, you know, he he fall out laughing. now nah, But that was in the beginning. You know, I guess he was vetting me out like, let me see. He was looking at me. <laughs> but he but actually I told Dr. Tony Evans this before. He's the reason how, why I do my coming the way I do it. Because he came sat down in the early goings and was like, Hey, when I preach, I use humor, you know, so people can receive it a little better. Mm. But since you do humor, you should inject Bible mm. since you're going to be doing it in these churches. Then he just got up and walked off. I, I, he ain't say bye nothing. It was almost like, if you want to perform here, you better sprinkle some more Bible into your little material. I was like, okay, I got it. Message. I got it. <laughs> And ever
0: since <laughs> ever, ever since, since. I'm going to have just, a little message with you've just been skyrocketing yes, sir. uh dropping them gems uh in every church that you go to yes, doing singles conferences doing married conferences and stuff for like sure. that and just you know sure. just and it is great that in the church we can laugh and we can laugh oh, that, and have we a need it we got to man yeah. we 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 got to have it uh man listen I've been enjoying talking to you today yes, hey sir. man y'all give it up for my boy Marcus Wiley y'all Ladarian thrusted suddenly into Child Protective Services in 2015. My nephew, black, a boy, the likelihood of being adopted outside of kinship, slim to none. Armani, 16 years old, black, a boy, with five years in the foster care system before I even knew his name, the likelihood of ever being adopted, yep, you guessed it, slim to none. While Ladarian and Armani were trying to survive and barely thrive in an overpopulated and underfunded foster care system, I was living my own life, doing well professionally. Having been a single father with a daughter who at that point was doing well in college, it was my time to live my life, right? Wrong. I felt unsettled, tireless, agitated. There are just too many of our black children stuck in ambiguity and in the limbo of the foster care system. In 2017, I legally adopted my nephew, Ladarian. Fast forward to 2019, I had no ties to this other young king, but I felt God instructed me to adopt him also, and I obeyed. Starting over with parenting should have been enough, right? Working with various foster care and adoption agencies to help bring awareness to the countless young black kings in the foster care system should have decreased my agitation, right? Joining the board of directors of Advantage Adoption, an organization that helps find permanent adoptive homes for children in foster care, should have led to some type of resolve, right? No, not at all. None of it felt like I had done enough. I now realize that every one of those experiences was laying the fundamental foundation for my life's mission, Kingdom Royale. Kingdom Royale will be a luxury, state-of-the-art home for foster boys. Our first location will be in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We will utilize the whole person approach that instills identity, empowers them to advocate for themselves, and enlightens them regarding new perspectives and limitless options that they thought were impossible. Though the young kings will attend the local public schools that are in proximity to Kingdom Royale. Our at home curriculum will broaden their worldview through participating in the arts, attending various cultural events, learning about and engaging in multifaceted discussions about current events and even relevant historical contexts, introducing them to gardening and landscaping, and even caring for our animals on our farm and on site stables. We just launched our startup capital campaign with the goal of raising $2.8 million. Now, why $2.8 million? Well, in 2017, I created a web series in which I performed random acts of kindness for targeting the homeless community. One of the most notable successes was that one of the videos went viral, garnering 28 million views. However, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't raise a single dollar to help in implementing a more sustainable plan for the homeless community. So throughout the years, with much remorse, I reflected on not maximizing that moment, I knew. If at that time, just 10% of the viewers donated $1, we would have raised at least $2.8 million that could have really established long-term support for the homeless community, or at least started a long-term initiative to do so. This is my do-over. This is our new beginning. Together, we can attack this at the root by specifically helping our homeless black boys who are already disproportionately represented in the American foster care system. I'm Lataris R. Whitfield. I've been nominated for three regional Emmys, documenting my work with the homeless, as well as my personal adoption journey. Despite those accolades, the greatest award for me is truly providing the infrastructure for a transformed life. Visit kingdomroyale.com for more details. Crown a king. And make a donation today man when i tell you i enjoyed this episode boy my boy marcus wiley came to show up and show out it was hilarious oh my god (laughs) i love i love it when i can just sit back kick it laugh i love to laugh as y'all know so uh thank you marcus for blessing us on the podcast well here's my favorite part of the Dear Future Wifey podcast when I speak to my future wifey. Dear Future Wifey, your love is drawing me with each heartbeat. Your prayers are covering and guiding me to your lips. You're present, though you're absent. You're near, though you're far away. Knowing this journey leads to you strengthens each step I take. I can't wait to know your heart, your fears, the little things that make you smile, the uh, annoying things that bring irritation and the beautiful way you express your love, not just to me, but to all those you love deeply. As much as I would love to bottle you up and keep you to myself, I know your wisdom and love is meant to be shared with the world. You bring healing to the brokenhearted. You bring clarity to those with impaired vision. Your voice soothes emotional ailments. You are a queen in every letter of the word. I will serve you until my last breath. I love you, dear future hubby. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Remember, be lit.